Hey there, so uh, I want to apologize. So for the past, I don't know, 15 plus episodes, I've been going deep on what I called finding a big breakthrough in an e-commerce business. <clears throat> the reason I started going into that topic and why you may have sort of seen my energy drop off is because, you know, in an effort to always be more efficient, I, <laughs> I did some calculations and I was like, if I do 30 episodes that are 15 minutes each, then that basically equals the amount of uh, spoken word that can be turned into written content. If you think about, you know, the average speaking speed and that sort of thing, and the number of pages in a nonfiction book. So I was like, okay, then I can turn that into a book. So if I just do 30 episodes on a coherent sort of topic uh, that all ties together, then I could have a ghostwriter turn that into a book. And so I was like, well, I'm already doing the podcast every day. Why not make it more efficient? And that's what I started doing. But what I've kind of realized is my energy just started dropping off with this thing because I'm just kind of talking about these things that I've been doing for uh, a long time but aren't necessarily the most important thing to me right now. So when I first started doing this podcast, which I think I'm probably over 60 episodes now or something, uh, I first started, you know, I, I did a little dabbling with a few interviews. I wasn't that excited about that. Um, so then I just started doing my own sort of 10 to 15 minute a day episodes on what I was most interested in. And so those I was more pumped up to share with people, um, to get the word out, and it was showing in the number of listens. And so I was getting a lot more listens. And then as I started doing this series, it's still doing okay on a daily basis, but it's just kind of dropped and dropped and dropped. And I think it's because it's like, honestly, I haven't been that excited to do these past episodes because it's all good marketing stuff. I 100% believe in everything I've been sharing. I'm just not as excited about it. And so when uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, you'll see me hold up this book. But otherwise, this is the book. It's called Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson that I finally read. I hadn't really read any of his books. I've kind of loosely known him for a decade now or so. Um, and But I never really read any of his books. But he's a super smart guy, great marketer. And so I finally read his book. And the sort of impetus for doing this podcast was something he said in here about publishing every day for a year. So making that sort of consistent approach. And so that's what I started doing. But then I tried to make this thing something other else than just a daily sort of here's what I'm thinking. Uh, I started trying to turn it, like I said, into the book as opposed to just doing what he talks about in here. And he got this from Gary Vaynerchuk, which Gary Vaynerchuk always says, you know, document, don't create. Just talk about what you're excited about and also uh, what you're most interested in at the time and, and really what you're trying to solve for yourself. So rather than getting up here, this is kind of why I wanted to send this episode out uh, today is kind of my apology is that uh, I've gotten into kind of teaching mode, which kind of bores me a little bit because it's not necessarily the stuff that's top of mind for me and probably is not as exciting for you. And so instead, I'm going to switch gears again. It's going to take me, I may, this may happen again in the future, but for now, I'm going to try to refocus on talking about what I'm working on right now, even if I don't have it all figured out, but this is the stuff that I'm trying to figure out for myself. And so one thing you mentioned in this book is, you know, in terms of creating content, like what is the big result that you're obsessed with? What are you trying to learn for yourself so that you can document it as you're discovering it in real time? And so that big thing for me is how do I build the most successful businesses, be fired up every day to be an entrepreneur and running these businesses and live a great life that I'm proud of? That's the kind of puzzle that I'm trying to solve here. And so that's what I wanna talk about more on this podcast, refocusing on that starting today. And so here's kind of what I'm working on right now. So I have one of our businesses that I can't tell you the details because I don't want any of our competitors 
jumping in, seeing what we're doing, trying to rip us off because I've got business partners, I've got people's livelihood kind of depending on this. But let me just tell you, one of these businesses that I have is taking off. It's exploding right now. We've kind of found a breakthrough with this thing. So that business is exploding. And so it kind of came out of nowhere. We had all these plans for some of the other businesses, all these things we were going to do, things laying out, started laying out a marketing calendar, launching new products, taking people on to do work for them. And so then now that I have this one thing taken off, I'm left with the question of what do I do with all my other businesses that don't fit this category, that don't fit this new thing? Do I shut those other things down? Um, So there was a guy that a friend of mine that spoke at our mastermind recently in Austin. He sold his business at like a $200 million valuation. And so he had built and sold a couple smaller, smaller e-commerce businesses, like for a few million dollars. And so he was kind of rinsing and repeating that same thing again. And so we had this business um, that was doing, I think, $500,000 a year, just got it off the ground. And but then he had this other one that started exploding. And so he was like, oh, this one I want to turn into like a $100 million business. What do I do with this one that's doing half a million dollars a year? He could probably sell it. It would take time to find a buyer to wind it down. Maybe it could even get a couple hundred thousand dollars for it, even in a fast sale, uh, maybe half a million dollars in a more prepared sale. And so he was left with the question, like, what do I do with this thing? He just shut it down, completely shut it down, liquidated the inventory and moved on and focused on his business that he ended up selling for a $200 million valuation. He got a lot of that in cash. And so that was kind of the decision that he made, you know, kind of the burn the boats approach. And so um, that's kind of the decision that I've been left with is, do I shut some of this other stuff down? Do I wind it down? Do I try to repurpose some of those assets, you know, get those people working on different things? Um, You know, I think it kind of comes down. I heard, uh, I believe it was Tony Robbins that said this in a book that I was reading of his recently. He says a lot of times when you're having trouble making a decision, it's because you have kind of competing values. And so I've got this one value, which is that if I committed to stuff, I got to do what I said I was going to do. And so it's very annoying when people don't do that. I've had partners that have done that and it's not good. And so if you commit to doing something, do that thing or at least try to make it right, which is what I will probably try to do. There was an affiliate of ours one time that there was kind of some miscommunication on my part and possibly on his part about whether we were willing to um, pay per lead or not. And so he ended up just sending us a ton of leads for him on his end. He just saw that it was getting a bunch of leads signed up for our thing. And so he just kept, you know, sending more and more and more emails, which was his business. And then all of a sudden it didn't kind of back out for us. The enough of those people didn't buy. And at the end of the day, it was kind of like he was, you know, kind of pissed because we're like, hey, this isn't what we agreed to. We don't want to pay you all this money. And so I ended up making the decision to just bite the bullet. And basically, I had to pay him like $350,000, which is more than what we had to. But I wanted to make it fully right. And so will that ever benefit me? I don't know. But that relationship, and he's a smart, very successful person. And so uh, in that case, other than me being stupid and (laughs) not cleaning this up to begin with, as far as how I handled the thing, he ended up with more cash. But I don't think there's anything that he could say bad about me. And so who knows how that could possibly benefit me. So doing the thing you say you're going to do, I think is very important to me. So there's that value. There's also the competing value of focus and simplicity. And so I very much value this, uh, keeping things as simple as possible, trying to focus. And so if something's working, you got to double down on it because you never know when that opportunity is going to happen. I seen in my 14 years or so I've been doing business, there's really been, this is the third big opportunity that I've seen. The first one was when we launched the program Amazing Selling Machine, basically went from nothing to selling a million bucks um, in the first week, another million dollars that year. The next year, 
We sold, I think, $6 million in that first launch, which is about a two-week launch process, $7.5 million at next launch. After that, we did like 16 million and then 22 million for all these different launches that came out of nowhere. So that was big opportunity number one. Big opportunity number two that came along about, uh, let me think, so seven years later or so uh, with uh, our company Life Boost, where we basically grew up from nothing to 37 million a year, got on the Inc. 500 list three times in a row, fastest growing company in Indiana. And so it was a huge opportunity. And so I think we're on the kind of, for me anyways, the third big opportunity right now. So these opportunities don't come along very very often. And so I'm trying to make the most out of it. And so the third kind of competing value here is to treat people well. And so I, I just went through, um, what is it? How to win friends and influence people. The normal version, also one called like updated for the digital age. Both very good. I, I, I'd recommend reading both. I think I'm gonna read one of them again, actually. And it's all about treating people well. Um, and so there's that competing value also. It's I could just say, you know, screw you everybody. I've got this big opportunity, you're on your own. But I don't think that's the right approach either, even though a lot of people have taken that approach. So I've got kind of these competing values I'm trying to work through. And so the way I'm kind of working through this is trying to figure out like, how do I treat people well and still be able to focus? Um, it may cost me more money in the short term, but I think it's better for me and other people, obviously, in the long term. And so one tip from decision making that I always try to remember is that you always want to try to have more than one option. And so when I'm thinking through this, I'm like, okay, that's not just this or that. There's probably four other options here. And so I'm trying to kind of work through those. So that's where I'm at on that. And then the other thing is that I've been kind of working on, which is related, which kind of created this opportunity, is after three years of digging into investing and value investing specifically, I realized that's not my greatest skill set. I'm decent at finance stuff, but some of these people are far better. Where I am good at, and I would hold myself against literally anybody in the world, is on the direct marketing side. There's not that many people who are better than what I think I am anyways on the direct marketing side. You put me in a business and need to grow sales fast, especially online, I'll put myself against anybody. And so nothing to really brag. It's just where I've put so much time and attention and maybe some natural sort of inclinations. And I've spent a lot of time trying to figure that stuff out and through every resource possible and just, you know, 12 hours a day of, of working on that kind of thing for a decade, basically. Um, so I've been kind of doubling down on my score course uh, skill set there, which is marketing and kind of rapid growth. And so I've been kind of thinking like, with Life Boost, I kind of stepped away while I was focusing on investing, letting Charles run that business. He's my business partner, a CEO. And um, but now I'm like, man, we're missing such big opportunities. I think we could double our sales from where we're at right now. But I don't want to disrupt all the stuff that he's done. He's got a great team. We have an amazing team. He's done a good job leading them. Uh, things are going fairly well on the financial side. Customers are very happy, great products. But I'm like, we could be doing double the sales we're doing now. So I'm trying to navigate how do I do my thing at that business. And it's very hard for me to work when I need like 12 people's approval. Like that doesn't really work for me. And I think it just slows you down. And so... Um, trying to figure out how to apply that skill set there so we can rapidly grow sales. So I'm pretty excited if I'm able to figure that out <laughs> to kind of share with you how it works. And so right now, I was literally just sending him a Slack message today, kind of analyzing and gathering data, whereas my natural um, desire is just to jump in and start taking action. And I'm kind of trying to convince him of what we should do rather than just run over him and try to force myself in there. But like, here's exactly what I think we should do. And here, if I'm going to do it, here's what it's going to take for me to be able to do it. I can't, you know, have 12 people approving everything that, that doesn't work, but you have to be willing to sort of like have a little faith and give up some control in this one area of the business 
if we want to realize these results. So we'll see how all that goes. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now um, and what's most important to me. So hopefully you find this valuable as you kind of think through your own things you have going on. Um, once again, I'm trying to kind of um, focus back on what I'm working on right now as opposed to just doing like a monologue of, of teaching stuff that I've been working on over the past 10 years, which I don't think is most valuable because I'm much more excited about this because this is my real life today. So hopefully you found this valuable. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, the easiest way to send me one is through Instagram. And so my uh, Instagram handle is Matt Clark TX, as in Texas, Matt Clark TX. So you can always send me a message over there. My assistant checks all those. She'll flag any that are for me. We just got one today, by the way, that was like, I think an old amazing selling machine member that sold, I don't know if it was his or her business for like $4.2 million, very excited, very happy. So that was an awesome message to receive today. So if you got anything, questions or whatever, comments, please send them to me over there. I think that's the easiest way. Um, that's it for today. I'll see you tomorrow.